spending time with uh, just awful, awful men in close quarters and listening to them talk about their perceived successes and and crazy stuff. That's basically all the characters that I do now are uh, pieces of shit who have ideas above their station. So it's kind of, it's all, it's, it, it, and in many ways, that's who I am in real life as well. So I get it, it's, it's all, uh, it all maybe goes that, into the art. Maybe that's why there's it resonates so well. I'm <laughs> like, oh God. Exactly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. This is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. How's it going? What's happening? I haven't talked to you in a little bit. Are you doing good? You're doing well? Did you enjoy last week's show? You haven't heard it? Go listen back now. They're all available there. And make sure to give us a rating, give us a like, subscribe, all the good stuff. Let's get into the charts again. Anyways, back onto this week's episode. I was thrilled to welcome onto the show director, actor, writer. It was, of course, the brilliant Peter McGann. If you didn't already love him from that little snippet, you're going to love the rest of this interview because we talked about everything from Peter falling into comedy, stand-up to sketches, horror stories of acting gigs, and how he creates his hilarious characters and all the inspiration that goes into Peter being one of the loveliest people that I've met. This was recorded again a couple of months ago. Um, We're just getting back in the swing of this old podcast, but uh, I had just seen Peter at a Bureau de Change, basically like a Eurovision kind of piss tech show, and I pissed, cried, vomited all over the place, um, and I knew that I needed to have this man on the podcast. So hopefully um, <laughs> the interview lives up to what my experience has been with Peter, uh, just being an absolutely dieter, lovely, hilarious guy. But without further ado, please enjoy this latest episode of Interviews with the wonderful Peter McGann. Well, welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. On the show this week, I'm thrilled to welcome on after a little bit of technical difficulty, moving around dates, times, and even laptops. I mean, honestly, this is just, uh, it, it, we're off to a great start already. I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to see if the Wi-Fi holds through. <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting out of control here. Welcome on to the show, Peter McGann. How's it going? Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Connor? How are you getting on? Not too bad at all. Yeah. Uh, just about kind of recovering there. Uh, managed to managed to get you on the internet for a very very quick podcast because uh, you know we're busy, man. We've got things happening left, right, and center. Um, so no, I really appreciate coming on to the show. No, thanks for having me. I look forward to it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say that now. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll be like halfway through. Log off. Um, I wish it was a busy excuse. It's literally a haircut. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working around so. God, that's what you're flogging me off for. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But I suppose, Peter, first and foremost, for the people that are maybe tuning in here, you know, that uh, perhaps aren't familiar with yourself, your work, I'm rude, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing with themselves? Maybe give us a really brief introduction, you know, your background, where you're from, what you're known for. Um, Well, my name's Peter McGann. I'm from Wicklow. I'm based in Dublin last while. And I suppose... What I'm known for now these days is like stuff online, but if, if you do, it'll probably be Instagram videos and sketches and stuff like that. Mm. That uh, like everyone, I <laughs> doing that. 
<laughs> and doing that thing there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what I was afraid of. Like, kinda, I'm also conscious of butchering, you know, telling people what they do. And they're like, not quite, but nice try. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I have kind of done, like, I mean, comedian, actor, kind of sketch comedian. Like, it, it kind of falls under a lot of similar kind of tropes and, like, traits and stuff like that. But, yeah, as you said, I suppose over lockdown, that's where I kind of became more familiar with you, with your, I suppose, online videos and you know just I feel like that just became such like a thing obviously because we couldn't go anywhere else so um mm. you were just entertaining the nation um you know while the rest of us were like making like that weird coffee thing Vietnamese coffee yeah we oh, banana yeah. breads and stuff like that you're you're actually being productive so I mean fair play yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's the takeaway takeaway uh you know, people around you that you can make laugh, and you're just like, oh, I gotta scream into the void now, uh, <laughs> and hope for the best. No, it was a yeah, it's funny. It's the kind of thing I always vowed I'd never kind of do. I was always like, oh, no, no, I'd never be doing the all cam straight to camera kind of thing. This, yeah. this is I'm I'm a real artist, and uh, then. Then I started doing it. <laughs> and then you just sold out. God, I sold, out, quickest... yeah. sold out for no money. It's yeah. like the worst kind of sell now. <laughs> yeah all you need was a pandemic if that's like your cost jesus man <laughs> yeah I know. exactly that's sure look i'll I take it i'd have questions with your agent honestly jesus <laughs> 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 but i suppose like peter obviously i mean this is what you know for your kind of like comedy like your humor but like when did you kind of first get into this whole realm of i suppose making people laugh entertainment like was it something you always kind of gravitated towards or i don't know if there was potentially like Another path in mind that you're like supposed to be like a like I don't know like a pharmacist or like work somewhere else. Like I, I I'm always interested how people get into the, these roles where you know they're funny and entertaining. Like a, a lot of time they kind of just fall into it. Was that the case with you? Kind of in a way. Like I always I was always into the comedy and stuff like that. But I um I would have uh, I studied film in college and I would have went to, to like film and TV production in Galway and I would have. Yeah. That would have been the kind of thing I'd lived. I stayed out in Galway for a few years making short films and kind of sketches, stuff like that. And often I'd like, I'd be writing, directing, editing, do like for all like small little no budgety things. But I'd always, they'd always have a comedy bent to them because that's what I was. I like comedy and I was good at that over the other stuff. And I'd often be in them as well. And I'd be acting other people's things that a lot of the time were comedic. So that, that did from the, off the back of that, then I just started when I moved to Dublin. I started doing stand-up in character, in doing a character uh -huh. as stand-up as opposed to myself. And then that ended up being kind of the stand-up side of things started taking off. So it was kind of, it fall into it to a degree, but always kind of having one kind of eye to, the, to, to it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I'm kind of interested where you say like, oh yeah, I'm making, you know, the online videos now, you know, vow to never do it. But it kind of sounds like you were doing it for a while there. Just, uh... well, I, yeah, no, well, I, I suppose I was making, in back then you're making things and you're like, you're trying to make them proper and do, yeah. do you know, shoot yeah. them, you know, and, and have this whole rigmarole. Whereas like the front face and camera stuff is just you putting the camera at yourself and talking. Mm whatever you know kind of the idea of the sketches and you can edit it on a free app on your phone if it's if it's small enough it it kind of that was the kind of thing where i was kind of sniffy towards but now it's like I, there's no no going back that's it's it's the purest form of that kind of thing it's like have an idea shoot it like i went i've gone on walks at my lunch break and 
stead off without thinking I was going to make something, come back home, and I've had the thing uploaded. Because, yeah. it, like, that's not all the case for everything. But a lot of the time, it's that. You kind of, inspiration's easy, and you just kind of, you just smash it out. And it's bizarre what takes hold and what doesn't. And, yeah oh god as a person that literally works in kind of like social kind of digital stuff as well he also did a kind of like more broad you know film production you know media kind of degree yeah i whenever i'm like oh my god look at that like something's probably filmed like so beautifully or you know you can see there's so much work into it and then i'm being like yeah what my stuff yeah you really want you have like some kind of like bit in your head going like that's what i want to do and then you see the kind of things that like you're like People aren't don't even like need to worry about like they're not taking worry about lighting and stuff like this. They yeah. just want to see like the content. Like, is it funny? Is it like entertaining? And if it ticks those boxes, then you have to go like, all right, you know what? If I was coming perspective from the other way, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of go for that as well. You know what I mean? Like, just some exactly. Quick yeah, people's attention spans are like so short now as well. You gotta you gotta work up the flow. <laughs> uh, you do, and I try and split the difference. You try and do something that you write, and you kind of spend ages crafting and editing and get doing loads of takes for like and then you do something and then the walk in the park sketches yeah exactly yeah (laughs) literally like that's i'm kind of like i don't i i'm conscious not to you know after a while you're like geez i've put out a lot of like 17 second ram like nonsense (laughs) and then i want to do something now maybe that has a bit more you know craft whatever word to it so then you kind of start but that stuff obviously takes time so by the time from start to finish of that you've cranked out you know five other exactly my god yeah just on fucking roll i suppose you mentioned there as well you know what i mean like you're kind of inspiration by things as you said whenever you're just like on your lunch backs or whatever but i suppose for your particular you know kind of type of comedy as i said it's a lot of like character work kind of you know taking on different like things i mean even most recently there um i was blessed to come along to the viewer to change uh you know comedy night where <laughs> you were you know representing france and like a piss take eurovision thing like again stunning work um but Thank like I suppose, like what's the inspiration I suppose behind that kind of like type of humor because that obviously fitted really well into your kind of like your craft like was there anybody or anything particular that like influences your kind of like what what makes you funny i suppose well, that's it. That's just it. I like. I love the character stuff. Is what I like the most, and and yeah. kind of delving deep into, like, coming up with the character and delving deep into it, and finding what's funny about the character. But then also just kind of the uh, the stuff around it, like the how they look, how they dress, how they sound, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like making up fake history, like the the Bureau de Shams thing. If people who didn't know, it was like a fake Eurovision, basically, where comedians got a got a, chose a country. And wrote a song for it and so it was a very broad brief in that regard so yeah i just came up with this like serge gainsbourg johnny holiday type french crooner <laughs> and you kind of go in there with the fake tan and all the rest of it and that's the kind of stuff that's fun because you're not yourself i wouldn't i don't think i could ever properly do comedy just as myself um i'd have to i have to have some kind of separation from to, for, to be, be it a character or be it some conceptual thing you're, you're like just, i couldn't go into stage but as peter do you know what I mean i have to go on as this french guy with i'd say a baguette that easily stuffed down one of your trousers. it was a courgette actually close enough a cor- uh, yeah a courgette and it was even like the other girl that was like playing the piano like i think i had like you know it was just like kept piling in cigarettes into yeah. like it was just so good yeah that oh my god easy peasy but yeah going to stage try to chat yourself god no no i would hate it i would hate, there's no there's no uh you need it because down the trousers at least exactly yeah yeah exactly when i leave the house i need to do that no. 
Tell me about it, Peter. Honestly, I, I, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> but you, know, I suppose that would kind of like reminds me of as well. Like, obviously, you're able to take all these impressions or like these like different like pick out those like real. They, I feel like they're kind of like subtleties, but like they're so part of like a character. Like, uh, your comedy kind of reminds me of like you know outtakes from like Robin Williams interviews and stuff like that, where like he's really observant. I feel like the same as yourself to like other people's characteristics and like things that kind of make them like come across whenever you're like trying to emulate someone else's kind of body like behavior stuff like that but um I suppose I mean along with that I don't know a kind of subservient humor I'm always kind of like interested about like you know the different jobs and things like that that people have worked in I feel like that gives a lot of kind of inspiration and like to the kind of comedy I don't know if you've had any particularly I know character building jobs or roles that you kind of done through I mean in such an eclectic industry that you know maybe made you to like give that kind of personality that kind of humor that you work off today yeah, but oh, like definitely like I mean be it consciously or unconsciously I've worked in all manner jobs but like it like I work like you know shops and on you know uh, pubs and there's like, like you're, you're just making them meet. up now <laughs> I am yeah like, oh yeah jobs, I've worked so, like, in like shops and pubs um, and uh, has, uh, hat, cars, sh- hat shops, pub shops pub shops water water place <laughs> but you it's the kind of thing the kind of I suppose the, the public facing jobs that where, you, where you get the yeah. most kind of and like most kind of glean and you might not even be kind of consciously doing it you know you're mm. kind of <laughs> but sometimes you are like I worked as a doorman for a, a bar in Galway like for a spell and like after that, I wrote a short film about a bouncer, just based on, like, you know, based on what I'd observed of, my, observed of myself and yeah, the people yeah, I was working yeah. with. And you just kind of, I cooked up a character out of that. So sometimes it is like, you're like, you're in this, you're in a job, whatever. You're like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Yeah. But and then yeah. other times you don't even think about it. And years later, you're doing something. You're like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> well, like, it, it's definitely like kind of, I don't know if I would have the, the wealth of material if I just went straight from like into college and then into like the the you know the the industry so to speak yeah. I think working for the goods of a decade and just outside jobs like it kind of helps you kind of have a bit more of a perspective on on people and all the rest of it yeah I <laughs> I love this idea this is just what I've like decided I'm gonna bring to you uh of like <laughs> of you being like oh do you know what like you need to get like a real perspective in life and you're like as you said with like the bouncer job you do it for like a couple of weeks to be like you know what I get it now and then just like that's how you like yeah. move from his job to job be like thanks guys I really appreciate the time I've had with you here um gonna try milkman next uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like each of them are like you know just like a character piece you'd be like i just really want to go like into the craft you know what i mean <laughs> that's not a bad idea that would like get paid to do methods uh, <laughs> research exactly but yeah i suppose being in those kind of public spaces as you said i mean you're talking to someone that has like worked gruelingly through i mean kind of not public sector well I don't know what would it be called public sector did like cafes and kind of bar yeah like, um I don't know what that's called service industry Hospitality. yeah the service industry yeah 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 it was similar kind of I was talking to one of the other um comedians that was there at that night um Emma Doran and uh she I think had a very similar thing where she's like worked 
every kind of strength of job and she's like it's only go through and through them or like you know being kind of observant of like how people react to stuff that you just get mm-hmm. fed in through material for decades she's like mm-hmm. nothing will give you more sense of like the best and worst type of people in the world and how to like oh, capture that whenever you have to physically serve them and you know <laughs> try, try to make them have the best day they're possibly going to have well they absolutely destroy your life uh <laughs> yes yeah, don't think of you again once I leave. No, it's I, I I find that to be the case. And then working jobs where like bosses are a great one. Like uh, like just get obviously the office and David Brent is the kind of like, mm. the obvious version. Of that. But like I worked, I did some like kind of demo work in Chicago just like when I was living there after college mm. uh, for a year on the visa, and uh, I was working for this guy. He was an expat. He was just, he owned a couple of bars and I would just go in and tear out walls and places that he wanted to develop. He was just a liar, you know, like just a man who's moved away from Ireland and he he's telling Americans all this kind of like spoofery about home. And then he, he gets me, who's come from Ireland, and he forgets kind yeah. of that. He's like, I will know that these are lies. And he's just kind of filling your, your head full of this kind of stuff where it's, he's saying, oh, this happened, that happened. I was nearly kneecapped here. You know, and you're like, what? Do you honestly think I believe this? And it's like, he's so used to just being the toast of wherever he is with Americans. And, and just that kind of thing. It's like when you're one-on-one at the time, it, it's always really annoying because you're like stuck in a van or a, or a close space with a moron or a dope. But then you're actually soaking it up to use later if you're kind of if you keep the ears open you're like actually this is there's something in this too yeah yeah uh, yeah especially there's there's some kind of manager thing or like not like i don't know it's it's a different breed of its own kind of way like how they can like go from even the external kind of like how they treat you know other people around you to like the people that they're supposed to be managing over yeah it's a it's it's a particular <laughs> type it, of way of moving around people which uh it, it sounds like you've been well versed <laughs> i yeah like, like just spending time with uh just awful awful men in close quarters and listening to them talk about their perceived successes and and crazy stuff that's basically all the characters that i do now are uh, pieces of shit who have ideas above their station so it's kind of it's all it's it, it, and in many ways that's who I am in real life as well so I get it it's all uh, it all maybe goes that, into the art maybe that's why it resonates so well <laughs> I'm like god exactly. <laughs> I suppose from kind of this as well you know as you said you've kind of been experienced around different things a lot of people like your humor has been you know going from strength to strength even like I mean, over the last couple of years, especially, I think there's like people have really taken on to like people that are creating stuff online, really latch on to their stuff. But like, I mean, in professional, personal work, everything in between, have there been any major standout moments that kind of came, I suppose, like from this in this world of comedy that like you hadn't really expected to um, like or really imagined or something like that? I mean, did, did you always see uh, <laughs> see yourself being a... Uh, in a pistic Eurovision, you know, Courgette down charge kind of thing. That was I, I imagine there's been a couple of situations that maybe you didn't <laughs> quite plan on. No, like completely. Like that was that was amazing. That was one of the best nights of my life, I think. And just the run up to it was so fun. Like it was terrifying, but it was great crack. Now, in mm-hmm. terms of like things where you're like, how did this happen? It's stuff like getting doing Vicar Street was yeah. uh, that was insane. And now it was, as I said at the top of my act, it was a 
glorified back to work scheme for comedians because it was all these venues got to, got to got a big wedge of money and they you know they got to do that carte blanche with it. But in a way that was nice because it's you know the people who are booking you kind of been like, well, we would never ever get you <laughs> in a in a real world where we, we had would- to make a profit. <laughs> But, we would never even consider you. But uh, yeah. do you know what? Boy, oh boy, you, you looked out. <laughs> when money is not an option, that's when you get to. And luckily, I came, like I was operating at a time when money for a brief moment was no option. So do that kind of thing. You know, obviously, I've been sitting up out there, you know, but like it was amazing. It was like incredible. Like, and you're like, Jesus, I can't believe I'm doing that now. Um, and yes, that and like I did. I was up in Belfast shoot shooting a just a small little bit in a children a kids show yeah <laughs> uh, and it was just, <laughs> just shooting kids no I was uh, doing a small bit in this in this TV show and I was but it was the height of COVID so I had to go up a day earlier oh. days early get the test and I then I wasn't shooting till whatever it was the Wednesday but I had to be there for the Monday and uh, so I was bored in the apartment I was staying I was with the director and uh, he was off shooting all day. So I just made this stupid sketch, stupid video um, when I was having a few cans about the COVID vaccine that had just been announced, mm. the very first. And I put that up and then that did well or whatever. And then next thing I got put in a, this show, Modern Love, because the director saw it and he wanted, like I was a glorified extra. But you're still, you're popping up, you're in the, the scene or whatever. Um, you're in a scene of the episode or whatever. And you look at that, you're like, if I hadn't been bored in a locked down city, where if it wasn't locked down, I just have gone out and gone to a movie or gone to the pub or seen some of this place yeah. I'd never been before. But it was locked down, so I was stuck in the apartment drinking cans, and I made a stupid video and uploaded. It. And now I'm off the back of that, I'm in Ardmore Studios in a fake train. Yeah, just, it's that kind of thing where you're, you're kind of pinch yourself. You're like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say for people that like don't maybe know like uh, Modern Love quite a big successful netflix series um like it was it was it was me in a scene with your lucy boynton and uh kiss harrington yeah yeah, yeah. and you're just like this and like i say it's me in a scene with them it is them in a scene and me (laughs) walking by and uh so they were in my scene uh... (laughs) (laughs) no kiss and i no uh that i so like i don't overstate it i genuinely uh it's like blinking a mystery but it is when you th- think of off how it came about and how you know the kind of the, the kind of pure chance of that even happening. It's kind of like oh, this is this is mad, and that's the kind of beauty of the the internet thing. It's like anyone can see it, yeah. And like even if a video doesn't necessarily do that well, you know, someone else they'll see it and think it's gas or just gonna get a kick out of it. Or who'd hope? I'm sure. Yeah, it's- I- exactly i mean it, it kind of pays off a little bit whenever you're like oh fuck it we're gonna make it like a video and then you kind of end up in situations like that those are probably like nice little, you know pinching moments where you're going like oh that's 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 quite a nice experience that probably wouldn't happen otherwise yes exactly it balances out the self-loading well it <laughs> bounces out it just waters it down a bit oh thank god jesus <laughs> <laughs> and i suppose on the flip side of it i mean i'm sure there must be some i mean kind of horror stories, or not even horror stories even just like points of fact where you're like oh yeah do you know what like i'll do like a scene here or like i'll do you know i said a show here um i've heard a lot from kind of people that like maybe do like acting or comedy and stuff like this where they just get thrown in the i don't know what it is with just i mean maybe say like 
certain places that hire in like actors for things where they go like um oh my god this person like we, we don't need to cater for them in sliders like I've heard of stand-up comedians going on to a place and it was like sit down dinner nobody was told there was going to be a comedian in there didn't give them a stage or anything give them like a cardboard box to stand on I don't know if you've had any situations like that where you're being like a okay like I, I, I expected things to be a little bit more professional in these cir- circumstances uh, I I suppose the one that immediately springs to mind is I did an ad for a certain airline. Uh, Ryanair. <laughs> Airlingus. No, you don't have you don't have time. You just have to blank. Uh, oh, wh- <laughs> one, one of the, and I got paid. At the I I never. It was yeah. early, very early in my career, and I didn't know what uh, yeah, what I you know how to. I didn't have an age written like that, so I was just like purely operating on good faith, uh, stupidly, and. Uh, I was like, I was thinking on the day, I was like, well, how much will I get paid? We were shooting all day. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was the lead of the ad. And I was like, surely at least a thousand euro. And then I got to the end of the day and they gave me an envelope with 300 euro in cash. Oh God. In Jeez, cash. cash. Yeah. Not even like invoice. Not even. Oh, okay. That's some no. fucking work. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not answering my question. I know exactly what you're <laughs> yeah 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 uh, think leg room all right <laughs> think potentially was going to charge for people using toilet uh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah i could see I that still that. came back they asked me back for another ad and i came crawling back and the you're money, like so oh God. you're like i'll do it for less <laughs> say, <Yeah. laughs> say no more guys yeah. wow yeah i mean um what a way to start off you know your your you know experience into the professional industry yeah he's got a big budget airline thing going into this yeah um mm-hmm. no yeah they pay you pay your top ones and probably not even legally <laughs> no no uh i was probably classed as like the caterer or something on there uh, <laughs> yeah he's like a rot i don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> they just have your receipt down to sandwiches or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, well, that's pretty good. If that's your only real kind of one, do you know what I mean? That's, that's not, not my only one. I, I just, uh, that's the one that springs to mind that I have probably the biggest chip on my shoulder. <laughs> I've done a few ropeo moments now. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, we've, we've kind of moving on. Nothing scarred you too much now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're still willing to come on the likes of this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, my God. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually charging you, by the way. <laughs> just because, you know, I'll be sending the invoice at the end. <laughs> There's definitely people out there you could charge to come on as guests uh, it would be definitely people out there so there's, uh, there's definitely people that fill up in church but oh god yeah no i'm not that fucking bad jesus christ uh, <laughs> but i suppose an interest of time and also the fact that zoom is telling us that we need to fuck off very soon um i suppose peter with all of this coming into turbulence um uh, that was that was a larping joke for you. Uh, what? I <laughs> oh, no, okay. Uh, if I had to explain it, that's bad. Like, okay, come on. That's I'm sorry. Stick, that's why you stuck to my podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I suppose does the future hold for yourself, Peter? Are from this, you know, everything that you've done so far. I mean, being on Netflix shows, being on budget, or like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, you know the, the 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 good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, are there any big goals that you're like, okay, you're seeing an opportunity now from kind of get more into this like online atmosphere, nonce comedy that you maybe like you want to achieve, or like any bu- big bucket things, bucket list things that you're like, okay, this like this is my like kind of goal that you haven't maybe done yet. Um, well, I'm waiting. There's, I'm got a TV series special. in production. No, not an oh, special. Well, no, not in production. Sorry, as in like it, we're waiting to hear back about it, but it's been in. Being 
produced the pilot or whatever. No, I'm not in it or anything like that. I'm just the writer, one of the writers on it. Uh, so it's like that would be that's the kind of the, the thing that I'm just gonna keep them keeping the fingers and toes crossed for that it yeah. actually goes. And then um, outside of that, just I want to do this year. I want to make a short film, just write, direct it. I have the idea in my head now. It's just a question of actually doing it. So that's the big goal for 2022. Well, Jesus, um, I was not expecting that. Be like, yeah, we got our TV show. We're basically pitching out. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is like, what big things do you want to do? Oh, like the ones we're doing. Yeah, uh. no, no, it is by no means a sure thing. It's just the kind of thing that I just but, like praying to, uh, praying to the gods. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Well, so. I mean, famously, um, a lot of producers, uh, funding production companies, listen to this podcast, Peter. So, um, just so they're aware, uh, this is happening. Um, do you know what I mean? It's like they can't, like, they can't back out from it now. They're actually legally bound to. Uh, we can use this as a receipt as well. Do you know what I mean? If they oh, you know, try to set, what was like what they promised the budget? Was it like two mil? Thousand million. Oh, thousand million. I don't know. <laughs> well i mean peter um thank you so much i think he, that was that's honestly probably one of the best quick fire questions but people people usually are like oh i don't really know maybe write a book whatever like this but yeah <laughs> i don't know fucking make some like 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 make a pub or something <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good yeah that sounds good as well but i mean it looks like you've already got your Oh, your line's kind of in check. You know what you're going for. And um, I can't wait to kind of see where you go from here. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, before your crucial haircut in the next half hour. Uh, <laughs> but no, honestly, I suppose for Peter, for maybe that's somebody who's been listening to you, enjoying the podcast today, and they want to find out more. They want to know where they can crowdfund. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, that was an open up. <laughs> where can they kind of find everything Peter McGann, everything you're doing, and where can they find um, that <laughs> this uh, potentially that old uh, airline commercial? <laughs> the, the old airline commercial is uh, probably um, my showreel. <laughs> uh, and uh, the, for the rest of us, at Peter J McGann and Twitter and Instagram. Um, that's where I'll be hanging out usually uh, <laughs> uploading the latest shite <laughs> if you need me I'll just be there yeah don't worry think about, of, think about when I was uh, an ambitious film student uh, and then just like then uploading a sketch where I'm like got a filter on with a monkey I don't know yeah <laughs> Peter come on I was up on you there and <laughs> just, <shit> <laughs> just absolutely tank yeah, obviously you'd be like yeah if you want to follow me I could probably just yeah, yeah. never get me again no but honestly <laughs> Peter thank you so much for taking out the time today um from senior stuff to kind of meeting your life to get to charge your property here. It's been a pleasure, honestly. And this is essentially what I started off the podcast too, to just meet people that I find interesting, enjoy their stuff and have a little chat with them. So it's been a delight. And what a fucking useful Monday that's already been. Jeez, I've I'm telling you. Work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. <laughs> but sir, have a wonderful day and I'll chat to you later. Right? You too, Connor. That's great. Take <laughs> no it worries. easy. Thanks, sir. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the other ones, please do remember to give us a like, comment, follow, share, subscribe, and a five-star rating on any listen platform you're on. All that stuff helps ginormously. And if you'd like to be even sexier, you can actually support the podcast financially, I know, crazy, by following the link in my Instagram. 
Finterviews podcast and there you can buy me the price of the coffee um, just fueling my caffeine addiction and uh, keeping this podcast running until next time thanks very much for tuning in and I'll chat to you later bye